For more than 200 years, feminists have been criticizing the way that artificial images of feminine beauty are held up as the ideal to which women should aspire. From Mary Wollstonecraft's A Vindication of the Rights of Woman in 1792, to Simone de Beauvoir's The Second Sex in 1949, to Germaine Greer's The Female Eunuch in 1970, to Naomi Wolf's The Beauty Myth in 1991. Brilliant and angry women have demanded a change in these ideals. Yet far from fading away, they have become narrower and more powerful than ever. What's more, throughout much of our society, the image of female perfection to which women are encouraged to aspire has become more and more defined by sexual allure. Of course, wanting to be sexually attractive has always and will always be a natural desire for both men and women. But in this generation, a certain view of female sexuality has become celebrated throughout advertisements, music, television programs, films and magazines. This image of female sexuality has become more than ever defined by the terms of the sex industry. Throughout our society, female sexuality now tends to be seen in a very narrow light, often defined by slender exhibitionists with large breasts gyrating around poles in their underwear. The narrowing of what it means to be sexy arises from the way that the sex industry has become more generally acceptable. The movement of the sex industry from the margins to the mainstream of our society can be seen in many places, from the unexpected resurgence of glamour modelling, which means that many young women have been encouraged to believe that stripping to their knickers for lads' magazines is their best possible route to success, to the sudden growth of lap-dancing clubs in town centres, to a new fashion for the style of dancing associated with those clubs, pole dancing, to the popularity of memoirs of prostitution that suggest selling sex is a great way for a woman to earn her living, and above all, to the much greater presence of pornography in the lives of many young people, driven by the internet. This latter development has affected magazine and newspaper publishing, advertising, television and music, many areas of which have begun to share the aesthetic values of soft pornography. The messages and values of this revitalised sex industry have reached deep into the hearts of many young men and women. This association of femininity and sexiness starts early. While it's hardly new for women to want to be sexy, it's new that even childhood playthings should look so sexy. Although feminists in the 1970s deplored Barbie's tiny waist, large breasts and perfect features, she could be marketed to girls as a pilot, a doctor or an astronaut with accessories to match her roles. Bratz dolls, who recently toppled Barbie from her throne as the best-selling fashion doll, were created with a wardrobe for clubbing and shopping, dressed in fishnet and feathers crop tops and miniskirts, with heavily painted faces that look as if they have been created by Jordan's makeup artist. When you wander into a toy shop and find this new, altogether more slutty and sultry ideal pouting up at you from a thousand figurines, you realise 
that there has been a genuine change in the culture aimed at young girls. While girls have always been encouraged to see self-decoration as a central part of their lives, today they are also exposed to a deluge of messages, even at an early age, about the importance of becoming sexually attractive. These dolls are just a fragment of a much wider culture in which young women are encouraged to see their sexual allure as their primary passport to success. This highly sexualized culture is often positively celebrated as a sign of women's liberation and empowerment.